Hello and welcome to the penultimate episode of Sunday Times Politics Weekly for 2019. I hope you all still have your heads about you. It is December after all. So then let me extend another greeting then to all of you who are drinking at midday, <laughs> sitting on a beat somewhere and streaming into this podcast, or like us who are still like really hard at work in December. Now this week we're discussing the mess that is South African Airways and whether the embattled airline will get a last bailout to keep it in the skies. Then we're going to be taking a deep dive into mayoral issues in Johannesburg and Swane, asking the pertinent question, do coalition governments work? This aircon is racist. I've never ever been a spy. Can the Please. VBS bank uh, loot The please. problem is that pinky. I'll never subject myself to whiteness. I'm listening. Can you have consistency, Honorable Chair? Corruption was an Olympic sport. They will always win gold. This is not a shit. Can you please come in? Now, let's get straight into it. Now, SAA has last made a profit in 2011. Damn, I was back at school in university at the time, probably. Some of us were running in the streets behind Julius Maneva. <laughs> I know. And he, he makes us feel old, this guy. <laughs> the thing is, since, they've, since they've turned their profit, um, there's been so many attempts to turn around and it's all failed. But while Public Enterprises Minister Praveen Gordon has said that the airline will undergo a radical restructuring, and I quote him there, to ensure some sort of sustainability, Finance Minister Tito Mboweni's preferences for the airline to be shut down completely. And that's where the battle line over SAA is sort of being drawn. Um, we have to look at, I think we have to look at these arguments um, from Praveen Gordon and from Tito Mboweni just through the numbers here. So I did some research and SAA's liabilities are sitting at about 40 billion rand if it's liquidated. And at the same time, it will only be able to make about 5 billion from selling off its assets. So there's that massive gap between its liabilities and its assets. Now, Treasury, or us, the taxpayer, will have to settle about 15 billion rand in bank debt and creditor guarantees prior to the airline being shut down in order to avoid the sort of possibilities of cross defaults from Treasury on other loans. <coughs> now, Mboweni says that the country cannot afford to service this debt, especially when, SSA, uh, when SAA wants a 2 billion rand bailout immediately to pay salaries. Now, the argument here then is, why are we trying to save a parastatal that has a 5.4 billion rand net loss in the last financial year and is expected to make the same kinds of losses this year? Now, the question is, should government bite the bullet, sell SAA now, pay off its guarantees and move on? Or should it continue to bail out SAA, restructure it and whatnot, and wait and hope for it to again be profit-making someday? No one is going to buy SAA. There's not one corporate entity that's going to look at this airline and say, yes, I can turn things around. The best case scenario is the government will have to pay someone to take over this bankrupt mm. piece of nothing, right? Yeah. Um, we f when we talk about SAA, I don't understand why we don't say the bankrupt state-owned airline. It is mm. completely and utterly bankrupt. A company like this should not be giving staff members 6% increases. They're profitable companies, banks, 
mm-hmm. in this country who are making tons of money are not giving employees 6% increase. You're taking from the taxpayer to give people and and and, and you talk about it's 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 a privileged thing to say you know we need to save SAA jobs. Of course you need to save SAA jobs. But what about the millions of unemployed people that can benefit from the state? Uh, but instead, that billions of rands are pumped every year into inefficiency um, uh, uh, at, at, mm. at SAA. I don't think that SAA can be solved. It is too late. I agree with Quanita's uh, analysis. In fact, uh, I mean, I'm one. I, I don't really care what happens to SAA. They can sell the thing. They can shut it down. I agree with you wanting to shut it down. I agree with everyone who says it must be privatized because really, uh, it's, it's it's untenable for, for us as taxpayers to continue financing what, to me, is a privilege, by the way. Can I jump in here? Yes. It's not a privatization debate because who is going to buy a bankrupt? Yeah, no, but that's what I'm saying. I, as, as I said, uh, I don't care what happens. If, if it can be privatized, privatize the thing. If it can be shut down, shut it down. As long as we will be able to save money that is being thrown into this bottomless pit that SAA has become over the years at the expense of the taxpayers, at the expense of everyone else in the country. There are people who need jobs, there are people who need social services who are not benefiting from the state and that money is being thrown into this bottomless uh, you know, pit. And uh, on the issue of it being a privileged service anyway, uh, you know, really, I mean, it doesn't affect me. I barely fly on my own. I fly, yeah, of course, the company, when it pays for me, yeah, it's a privilege, you know. It's expensive anyway. In fact, now you can check the prices of SAA flights from here to Cape Town. I, I doubt very few of us in this room. Yeah, I don't know people sell that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm sure one or two cases here can afford it, but yeah, that doesn't include me, you know. So really, uh, that's that's my position. I agree with you. I think I, I've listened to his argument of why he's arguing for the shutdown, and I think he makes uh, economic sense in that regard. So I think for now, for me, that is one argument that makes sense in terms of how we should proceed as far as SAA is concerned. I'm sure I, I think Abiyo doesn't agree with me. Why wouldn't I agree? Then when 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 SAA is shut down, do we then do what with the mango? So so the, so the way to do it, many people have advised is that you separate SAA from mango and Elik and you and you unbundle it if you must, right? Because um, um, mango is quite profitable. Elik is not profitable, but you need Airlink because Airlink services routes that nobody else services, right? So you keep Airlink, you keep that, but what you do is, then you inject a a private equity into that that model. The way SAA is at the moment that will not work, right? So what happens is they 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 cancel routes ad hoc because it's it's not profitable, right? So for example, Johannesburg, Hong Kong has been shut down for this uh, few weeks because that nobody's buying it, and then even the one or two people that were going to buy tickets can't buy tickets now. So it's 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 it really these conversations that we're having now and that Numsa is provoking now are conversations that should have had been had. 10 years ago, five years ago, when there was something to save, when there were still tickets being sold, when it still made sense. Globally, the aviation industry is in a mess. Nobody's making money. Not, you know, with the exception of a few, people are making money. But generally, it's a mess. So there's no investor sitting here and waiting, you know, to say, oh, when will government privatize? That's not the discussion now. So the discussion is, 
shut the, shut the building down, decide what you do with your assets, you need to pay off your debt. Mango can be still profitable and give resources back to the state. You put your, you, you invest your energy in Mango, which and then market share has been overtaken by your fly uh, SAF airs and your com airs as well. So, so what you do is you, you focus on that. You focus on your airlink business if you must have uh, 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 some sort of carrier. But SAA as it is, the, 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 the problem with doing that is that it's that old argument and Malusi Gigaba used to make this argument before when he was public enterprises minister about about uh, you know it's in the national interest to have uh, a national carrier right and that you need it in and 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 you know what happens now when other corporate entities you can't you know control the market and who is SAA flying we are the privileged few that earn salaries and we can't afford SAA. It's no. just a vanity project. It's a vanity project. And then you force the state to buy tickets from SAA because you need to make it work. Look, um, there's been an argument that has been advanced somewhere uh, that the sole reason why um, the companies that, are, that people can afford to fly with other than SAA it's because there's SAA, and SAA is the backing of government. As soon as SAA is out of the picture, the price of flying is going to go up because there is no hmm. benchmark. Benchmark. Yeah. Yeah. So if fly SA fare now is offering you cheaper tickets, it's doing so just because they are forced by the markets, and there being SAA is the only reason they are able to do that. Then as soon as you shut down SAA, the people who must fly anyway, the MPs who must fly, Will will then be the market for those people. But that, that then we need then to would, it, it would mean that if there is no government participation in that sector, it would be very uh, to uh, regulate. No, no, no. To 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 be a steady competition. So talk about when telecom was privatized. Yes, I mean. Yeah, telecom got. Pri- Imagine if telecom wasn't uh, uh, privatized at that time, and when they were introducing. Uh, so we must no, no, put no, no, five no, billion no, a year to, to so that MPs can pay five hundred and che- so we can. Pay. No, 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 no. What I'm saying is, uh, I'm not saying I'm not an aviation expert. First of all, right. <laughs> secondly, you're a DA expert. <laughs> no man. <laughs> if you look at the, the the bus services that is being uh, offered. You've got Translux and uh, Greyhound, right? Greyhound being the sort of premium, and then uh, City to City being the one that competes with the ones that can afford, even in that market. Because they are there, ticket prices, uh, the other competing uh, bus companies, they, they can't just hike uh, their tickets willy-nilly, as they do in, 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 uh, during uh, the peak season. Of course, Greyhound in city to city, they, they hike their uh, tickets based on demand, like what SAA would do. But just because they are there, the other private players do not have the luxury too, because the only thing that they can use to out, uh, uh, outperform their competitors is the pricing. Mm-hmm. Is it, is it so as soon as there's no incentive for them to drop a price, because they don't, people, I mean, uh, uh, if we have to go to Kimberley, or rather, um, I'm making a wrong example, if you are going to go to the state of the nation address being sent by the company, I'm going to fly anyway, because uh, there's, there's no other mode of transport. So there are companies like that, they will fly their people anyway. That's an argument that should have been made five or ten years ago. No, 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 but, but I'm saying... In that debate, is it, is how it, much of it is it not talk? possible <laughs> to regulate the industry? I understand your example because when 
SAA was on strike. I was looking for tickets to go to Devon, to Devon sometime in December. Mm. And um, the quantum of the skies. Mm. Usually you get you get a ticket for like 600. And then I went online and then tickets were like 3,000. But, but it's also peak time. Yeah, but it's also peak time. But uh, that's not their usual prizes, even, even in peak at time. peak time. So because SAA was not in the picture, they were the new, you know, premium sort of quantum. But is there a way to not regulate um, the pricing or shut down SAA and then open up something new? Which is what Tito is advancing. Mm. He is not saying government must completely move away from that space. He's saying this one is broken beyond repair. You can try to bring the best mechanic or whatever to fix this thing. It won't be fixed. Let's shut it down and start something new. Within this aviation space, mm. we're in government will still continue. Perhaps that can address the, the, the other side of the debate that Apu was bringing to say when there is no government participation, yeah. it can turn out to be a, quite a problematic and you can, Hence I was asking about... Uh, Mango. My first question was Mango. Mm. Yeah. What would then be Tito's plan? To say, okay, let's let us get rid of all our debt. Let's get rid of all, all of the dead weight. You downscale. You 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 redesign a, uh, your business to be fit for purpose. Oh, yes. And then you you cut your costs. You cut everything, and you make you you make uh, um, what's this uh, uh, Mango your 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 low cost carrier of choice. And then it fits in with a with a with a public transport plan if there is one. You get what I'm saying? To say government government owned fly uh, um, I mean um, fly mango is going to be the cheapest. There's a few regional routes that you will keep in the for for in terms of national interest. You keep Zanzibar, you keep Harare, you know those kind of of of, of routes. But you, you st- it's something completely new where all the dead weight is gone. All these pilots that earn so much of money, uh, you know, because of uh, uh, the legacy of the, of the business, uh, you can you can review all of that. And yes, I, you know, you have to empathize with the how many th- six thousand workers, five thousand w- w- workers. But the reality of it is that people are being retrenched every day. The state cannot continue focusing its attention on a carrier that carries a few thousand rich people every year. Look, um, my, my my take on the debate about workers and them uh, asking for increases and whatnot, I think uh, there's been a number of opportunistic people who are using uh, the fact that SAA is in trouble to demonize uh, NUMSA and the demands for fair wage uh, uh, for any employee. If you can't afford to employ, then don't employ. Don't say, uh, well, we'll, well, we'll give certain people a raise and others not. And and, and six percent to a bankrupt company. No, no, no. How much what, 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 what's the increase also, you get? My, 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 my saying, Kanita, is that uh, people are using uh, this instance to advance an ideological argument that historically they are opposed to unions anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get that. I get that. So, so I, I, I don't want uh, there being a, a debate about a state entity and then it being you know people use such battles no, I to, 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 to advance their yeah. fight against because I mean wh- if, if you are an employee I mean as soon as they tell you there is no increase just because the company that you work for is doing bad it doesn't necessarily mean well your problems will say I know we will relax this year <laughs> uh, we understand the company you work for no 
And also, if it's bad for the company, it's bad for the for the Obviously, for the worker but as well. But they say is not the only people suffering from a bad economy. No, no, no. We are all suffering. So why must you oh, borrow oh, oh. two billion rand of money that's supposed to go to the poor? These people are privileged. We are privileged to have jobs. A six percent increase compared to a person who has nothing. Listen, no they're not. They're not even supposed to get zero percent interest. Yes. We but, have been surviving. What I'm saying is that the, the debate no. about SAA. It's, it shouldn't be about workers. It should be. No, it shouldn't be about workers. <laughs> but in this the case, workers, wait, wait, wait. The, the debate about ESCOM should always be about the management uh, of ESCOM. SAA, it should always be about the management of SAA and government's role in it, not yeah. about workers. And, and workers so have, yeah, no, I, I was going to say on this, yeah, no, because AIM China, they've been cutting me off on this particular <laughs> hot uh, conversation. But I was going to say, I agree with you. In fact, the problems of SAA have got nothing to do with the workers they were not they are not a creation of the workers and workers have a legitimate right to demand what is due to them inflation rises every year everything rises every year everyone uh, deserves an increase an annual increase in, in, in fact they spend money so that they are able to go to work you, you know must, what you I must mean? try and deserve it here let's see yeah. what happens let's see what happens no 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 but, in but, a company but, but, that's profitable but wait, 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 Look, we can have those arguments uh, about ideology and whatnot and talk about uh, what uh, other companies are doing to workers. It doesn't mean it's right. Okay, let's take a very quick short break and when we get back, we'll discuss this further. <laughs> Tune in to Cargumentative every Monday morning on Times Live Motoring. You can join myself, Thomas Faulkner, and my regular gang of automotive misfits as we discuss motoring news, views, and of course, have a cargument or two. That's Cargumentative only on Times Live Motoring. Welcome back. So, we're We've decided to put a can on SAA because people are getting really roused up, <laughs> which is great. Well, well which is great, but we're also running out of time, and we want to try and get to the coalition side of things. So anyway, let's start off. Um, the Swane Mayor Stevens Makalape has been placed on special leave pending the conclusion of investigations into his conduct, um, and opposition parties like the ANC are calling for a motion of no confidence against him. Now, this comes after the leaking of an audio clip of him and members of the mayoral committee discussing plans to fire government officials as well as some uh, extramural activities in between. <laughs> um, now, we spoke about this last week, so head over to, the, to that edition if you want to know more about that story. But then in Johannesburg, after Herman Mashaba's resignation as mayor, the EFF, ANC and DA are all fielding their own replacement candidates. Of course, there's been a fallout between the top echelons of the DA and the EFF, and things haven't exactly been jailing between the two parties. Um, if you remember, the EFF initially lent its votes after the local government elections to the DA to unseat the a ANC in Nelson Mandela Bay, Swane, and Johannesburg, and things have sort of, sort of like fallen apart since then. Now we find that those parties are fielding their own candidates for mayor in Johannesburg. Now this leaves a question. Are coalitions the future of our country, like some have suggested, no. or is it just a complete mess? It's a disaster, as yeah. far as I'm concerned. Um, yeah, uh, <laughs> wait. Uh, you see, the mess that is Twan 
it's just a messenger even from back when uh, uh, it was being uh, run by a majority but you're not answering uh, he's trying to protect his da here <laughs> but even so, so while it was still being run by sport like that thing was a mess primarily because of political interests there in fighting of the anc um the government that took over you i they just took it to another level <laughs> fine you when 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 solely uh, uh, um, the first scandal uh, uh, arose about great african world people started blaming the the municipal manager and it was not sort of the the, the blame was not apportioned on the mayor then but that it was not working you could see uh, the other person took over uh, uh, still it's a mess so is it because it, it, I after these two examples I'm going to say the coalition is not working there or just that the DA does not have capable people to deploy to Tswane for it to work so, so, no. so, so then talk about Nelson Mandela Bay then no 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 and and where are a party that how, how much is the UDM wait, uh, it's not even it doesn't even but, but you, you, you see the wait 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 is the mayor yeah we, we can, we, you see when we talk about coalition governments we must look at the one coalition government of 2006 that was the most famous the person the person who was the deputy mayor there was from a party that had how many seats ACTP I don't know if it was two or three was this in the west in Cape Town in Cape Town yeah. when Helen Zille was running yeah. government so people who are using that argument especially from the DA are being disin- disingenuous they have been into governments where uh, the guy is the only one in council in the western Cape and both the DA and the ANC does not have uh, a majority and then the guy the, the, the guy becomes and the guy would go to parliament uh, when it's time to uh, account at, at, at legislature and then he would swear at both the DA and the ANC <laughs> in those co- in those committee meetings but you're not answering the question the question is i'm saying me um is it a mess because the the uh, the party that had been leading leading these governing coalitions is not capable Oh, or is it a mess because they are just coalitions uh, are a mess okay that's a valid question yeah i think we need to differentiate between the two well uh, we'll talk about jobek um johannesburg there hasn't been really uh, a mess created by johannesburg in terms of having uh, uh, the executive intact there it is also uh, a creation of the politics of that party in particular the the, yeah the guy who was in charge there was running a coalition you can agree or disagree with his coalition partners or who he picks as coalition partners but the government was uh, it, yeah well uh, as well as it can be functional if you may they were holding meetings they were passing budgets that's what that's the first thing uh, you use. that's how you test a coalition but is it working uh-huh. that then maybe the administration is incapable of picking up your rubbish on a daily basis that's that's a whole different topic altogether. Uh, it, 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 it would mean then, even if there was a that there was an outright win of the DA, those people who are there probably still wouldn't be picking up your rubbish. Mina, I want to say uh, coalitions don't work, and I will substantiate why they don't work. First of all, for instance, in this current situation that we have of these ones that are falling apart all over the place. Because as far as I'm concerned, even the city of Joburg, it's not the best of cities under this coalition government. First of all, how do you expect uh, parties that have got extreme, uh, uh, you know, ideological leanings to even begin to work together? This, for me, it was an arrangement that will only seek 
to benefit the elites, the political elites uh, in in these different parties. In that, I give you this, you give me that. There are a lot of such discussions that happen in the background that are not necessarily, you know, brought to the fore about you give my guy that contract, you give my guy that contract, and because you also, for your own political elitism, want to remain in power, you will bend over and give them what they want, can, not necessarily can, can for I, can the I, benefit can, can of I, can our I weight. So would you rather have um, different parties cutting those deals, or would you rather have the one party uh, taking all because better the devil I know than the one I don't. I don't even know who's the devil in this coalition. <laughs> if the ANC is in charge, I will know that this one who's in charge is the devil, and then therefore we, we it's kind of easy to come up with solutions of how because and if if it's a one for me a majority rule is better than uh, this shenanigans that we're seeing now because if you don't perform if you mess up we have only five years to tolerate you. After five years, we can decide. And I think uh, the electorate going forward, they must really make up their minds about who they want to govern. Because, bruh, look at what has been happening up here in all these coalitions. It, it barely, ends, it, there's no six months that passes by without some drama and threatening to pull out and all this kind of shenanigans. But it's politics. It's, it's how they work. So yes, but, in, in, but you in, can't in, say in the, that service the, delivery is not linked to this drama. It is. Lack of yeah, service it, delivery. It, it, it is. But what I'm saying is, what, when you're saying that an outright majority is the best, then you would look, go and look at a, a, a Butterworth. It's mm. called Mnuma, ne? Yes. Yeah, no. Go and look at Mnuma. That's probably Go one of the worst things. No, but they have themselves to blame. I'm no, saying oh, they have had an opportunity to remove the ANC in those municipalities. And they so are you saying everywhere all parties are just rotted? Oh, what I'm saying is that uh, whenever there are politicians in power, there will always be fights. Whether it will be internal fights of the party, that then affect the delivery of government or it will be in fight uh, across the parties because they are in a coalition. What is better now for us as the residents is that it's not just one party hogging everything. At some point, one party will stand in a position of principle and say, According to ours, this is what we promised our our voters. Like your party, EFF said. No, what is my party? Oh, yeah, not, uh, they said. No, you must withdraw. Uh, uh, you've called me a DA. What were they before? So oh, I'm not withdrawing. As the chairperson of this, I mean, you need to step in. So, 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 what I'm saying is that then. There were people who voted for the EFF solely because they wanted insourcing, and it happened there. I am saying so. I'm saying it, 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 it when for me this, this term finishes, people will have to account to their constituencies. If they were only preoccupied with getting tenders and not uh, structuring deals that will deliver their promises of their manifesto, then they will lose out. For me, okay, just a, a, a quick one. So for me, for instance, in this city of Jobek that I've stayed in, in two different governments, the coalition and the NC government, the city of Jobek is worse than it was under the NC government, but it was not the best under the NC government, but at least we knew what we were dealing with. That is my own experience. Did the EFF not say they are not going to get into power via backdoor? Yes. That they needed to win things outright? Ah, flip-flop was one. Yeah, but why, why, why are they so up and down now, Floyd sweating there, <laughs> <laughs> making calls <laughs> and pulling this string and that one? What do they want out of Jobek or Pretoria? They want to protect their interest, the exact interest that I was talking about of the political elite that have got nothing to do with the with residents the of residents. the city of Johannesburg because of the arrangement that they had with the outgoing mayor 
now it is within their interest to make sure that whoever takes over there mm. is someone who will protect their interest. And if the DA puts forward someone they cannot trust, they would rather fill their own. You know, you know what I, I, I appreciated about Mashaba is that I felt like he wasn't answerable to the DA as much as he was answerable to the coalition that he formed. Mm. So for me, although he was a guy that uh, Helen pulled out from business because, you know, he has this clout and whatever... I I never felt like he was pushing their agenda. I felt like he was pushing Johannesburg agenda. Well, to a certain degree, of course. <laughs> not not entirely. Yeah. <laughs> okay, unfortunately, that's all we have time for this week. Let's hope that there is I mean, some why resolution. Are you this person? We're having fun here, man. Yeah. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> we'll have even more fun next week because next week, what we're going to be doing is we're going to do like a whole year wrap about the highs and the lows of the political arena in South Africa. So that's going to be a really good one. Um, so stay stay with us for that. Um, in the meantime, have a good week. Don't drink and drive. Don't party too hard. And if you're still working, you're almost there. Chief, we will drink, but we will not drive. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay, guys. Catch you next week.